Hey everyone, Wilmgard here with Mini. Hey everyone. And this is the FFBE podcast. As per usual, there is things to talk about, but this week, oddly enough, there is not a lot of updates, but a few things that I think people were kind of looking forward to, like uh, Black Mage Golbez coming out, and we're getting to the second week of the Xenogears event, so we'll be getting to both of those things in the near future. First of all, what were you up to this week, Mini? Man, I farmed that Easter event like crazy. I have almost 700,000 coins to go through. I'm dreading it almost. Just a ton, a ton of stuff to do over the weekend. What about you? I pulled all of my coins already because I was trying to get a few extra tickets for the fleeting hope of summoning a second Sylvie or a first, sorry, a second Esther or a first Sylvie. Unfortunately, did not get any tickets after using about a million or so eggs, egg summons. I got only one four-star ticket. How are your thumbs after all that clicking? Uh, they're <laughs> good. It, it happened over the course of the day, so it wasn't that okay. bad. Because I'm dreading it, man. I, I did a bunch of my pulls early when I first pulled my Esther to get her TMR. And then I have about, after everything is said and done, I have about 700,000 now. And I'm just, especially when I think about the deuce coins as well next week, man, it's, I'm going to have so many cactuars. I don't know what I'm going to do. You call them deuce? Deus? Deus? Whatever. Deus? 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 I don't know. It doesn't matter. Deuce coins. (laughs) (laughs) It's like you're taking a shit and you're summoning with it. Well... That's kind of what happened. I I took a a shit on that raid boss. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's very fair. How did you find this this raid boss? It was, it was like any other. It was extra easy because he was a machine, and Esther just steamrolled it. I didn't have to chain. I didn't have to do anything. I just put Esther in, and I used your strategy. I put in a Zon. I put in one of my phase that I want to get the seven star. Yep. And then decked him out with EXP gear. And then one Esther. And just hit repeat every single time. And it was the easiest thing ever. How how many levels did you gain this week with your Fey? I wasn't paying attention. He's 7 star now, so quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, you can actually level units really, really well using the raids if you're able to do it using just one DPS unit. The 5 and 6 star, you they go really well. It feels good. Once they get the 7 star, it barely makes a dent, and I just feel bad, so I swap them. <laughs> really? Because I leave my 7 stars in, and it, it takes time, but they get there. Yeah, fair. Uh but yeah, what about you? Pretty much it. No, that's pretty much it. I just kind of hit repeat on the boss, and he died a lot because Esther is busted. Even my six-star Esther was able to kill him in one go, so yeah, that kind of says it all. Pretty standard raid boss. She's so good, Esther. Yeah, she's ridiculously strong. Yeah, I barely had time to actually play today, so I haven't had much time to try the rerun, so I'm looking forward to that. I did the rerun. I'm going to have to do, oddly enough, I'm going to have to put in... So I have a bunch of barbecues in my team because that's one of the bonus units. Yeah. But the funny thing is, is that you can't use magic to get the last one of the emissions on the last run. And I was like, I didn't realize it because I didn't read it. I just clicked through. <laughs> and then it finished. And I was like, oh, I've been using Tornado this whole time. Man, you got to deck out your uh, Dark Knight Cecil. Yeah. I'm or as uh, as I heard him called earlier this week, Dessel. Dessel. Dessel and Pestle. 
Because <laughs> one is Paladin Cecil, the other is Dark Knight Cecil. It's ridiculous. So it's Decil and Pestle. There you go. New terminology. New for terminology. Our, our favorite hero. I'm going to deck out my Decil and uh, let him go to town. But that's pretty much it for last week. Not a whole lot going on. Pretty much just farming. Yeah, same here. Well then, with that, let's get into the show. All right, so this week we do have a few new things that are coming at us, one of them being the Crimson Gear boss battle. So this is the difficult trial for the Xenogears Part 2 event. It's coming at us, the giant red Gundam is going to be coming at you, hitting you hard. But oddly enough, I found this wasn't too difficult of a trial. How about you, Minnie? Yeah, same here. I actually was a little cheeky with it and... Wanted to see if I could just one turn KO it with all missions. So I put in my ace and my Kurosame along with a friend Esther and my own Esther that was geared for Machine Killer. And I just, it actually worked. I just used Summon a Dolan twice, the other two spare units to summon the actual Espers, and then just the two Esthers could chain and kill it. I don't know, I, I, I didn't really even get a chance to see its moves, <laughs> to be honest. It just showed up and then disappeared again what about you i don't have access to quite as many final fantasy type zero events so or units sorry so i didn't use that strategy it was still very easy though so the main things that he does are physical damage um so you pretty much just have to gear one unit for full dodge and you win basically like it's it's the easiest thing he uses one magic type attack it's not very hard hitting as long as you keep him broken so that's i broke him i covered with a full dodge physical tank and then just slowly bided my time to summon two espers and let my double sylvie double sorry double esther kill him in one turn one thing to watch out for that i've seen is if you're running esther uh, just make sure she doesn't take too many hits because she has a chance of countering. And her counter actually deals a lot of damage. I've seen some people try that strategy and then just accidentally kill the thing. <laughs> it's actually comical. This one is actually pretty easy. Yeah, all you got to do is bring that physical cover tank and you got nothing to worry about. Yeah, just you can take it slow and steady. What do you think of some of that? the rewards? Really, there's only one that's different than we normally get and that's the warblade so give me your thoughts on that honestly it's a pretty okay at best katana it's just a simple katana with 106 attack if you're new that's that's a really good sword so if you're able mm -hmm. to beat this using a friend's esther or something like that amazing pick that up for sure if you're a veteran honestly it, i have so many better katanas than this and a lot of them are available all the time exactly uh, even for new players, if you have a friend Esther, just go into the, not Gilgamesh, uh, Scorn of Gilgamesh, but the original Gilgamesh trial. You can do that and get Genji Blade. That has 107 attack. One more attack than this katana. Yeah, and arguably an easier, an easier trial because it's so old. Overall, I mean, it is super easy, but I'm still a little bit disappointed with the Warblade itself. I was hoping they'd put at least something on it to make it a little bit different but i mean it's all right it's different because they put nothing on it yeah it sits That's the difference. it bridges the gap between cruel oath at 105 attack and genji blade at 107 attack 
it, it fills that niche. <laughs> yeah, it makes the uh, power creep of katanas a little bit more smooth. Yeah, which is what Global is really all about. Just smoothing out that power curve and then dropping Easter eggs all over it at the end. <laughs> yeah, it just takes a dump of Easter eggs. <laughs> but yeah, this trial was super easy. If, like you said, two esters, which is almost easy to get even one esther i think could beat it as long as long as you have a physical cover tank with full dodge you're set like he only does really physical damage and his magic damage is weak very weak as long as you break him so yeah really and if you have the option bring if you have a summoner available that can help fill the evil gauge bring it i know uh if katie perry i can't remember i wasn't paying attention if katie perry event is still around uh, if I you have that is. unit, um, she does actually, if you put some cactuses into her, I'm sure we all have tons after the last couple raids. She does get access to a evocation gauge raising ability that can help you out. So you don't really need a powerful unit as long as you have a, an Esther or something similar that can carry and then a cover tank. Exactly. Super easy to win. So that's it for the Crimson Gear. Pretty easy trial, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. The main thing that people have been looking forward to for a little while is this rerun event, technically. It's the Tower of Zot, which has been here before. However, this time around, we're getting a new unit, Black Mage Golbez, going all the way up to seven stars. Yeah, it's pretty nice. His base form gets a nice little upgrade. Um, but the, the other cool thing about Tower of Zot rerun is... Typically, when we get reruns, they don't restock the King Mog Shop, but in this case, they did. And if you haven't had a chance, jump in there, pick up. There's a UOC ticket for 5K and a five-star guaranteed EX ticket. So it's it's not on banner, but still, it's a free five-star for 70,000, I think, currency. So make sure you pick at least those up. But there's you know you can go in there and grab the usual. There's regular tickets, four-star tickets. Unless I, I actually forgot to farm this and maybe I'm the only one, but... No, I think it is new because typically they don't have, or a long time ago at least, they didn't have TMRs in these types of events. Yeah. And you can actually get Trick Hat, which is a TMR. It's a decent mag and spirit hat with a bit of MP. So I think it is a reset mm -hmm. run or both of us didn't farm this event and we saw <laughs> It is I distinctly remember doing it. No, it is. It is because we didn't have UOCs the first time this came around. Exactly. So the fact that even that's in there, it's definitely restocked. So definitely pick that stuff up. And on the topic of Trick Hat, actually, this is one TMR I do like for newer players. I mean, anyone who's been playing the game for a while has access to better stuff. If you don't, it's it's got 35 mag and 35 spirit, which is really good. Um, if you're a veteran, you probably have the Royal Crown, at least, which is 50 mag. Or you have the Ice Crown from the Shiva Trial, which is, I think, 50 spirit. I can't remember. But either way, those two will give you more, but they're a bit tougher to get. So I definitely do like this this TMR in there. Yeah, it's actually really good. I was using Trick Hat on a lot of people until maybe three or four months ago and i've been playing for almost three years so it's a very very good tmr or a item i guess in this case a very good item to pick up yeah i agree besides that one thing that is important to note is that all of the final fantasy i believe this is final fantasy 4 all of those units are able to give you bonuses now uh, they've uh, divided it up a little bit differently go ahead not all units the the poor uh, king got 
or whatever, however you say that name, the Dwarf King. Fair he got enough. left out. <laughs> There's one unit that won't give you bonuses. He, Everybody it's so else, sad. Though. They should have at least given him a 5% bonus just for, you know, as a little nod. Like, buddy, you, you died for the heroes to accomplish their mission. Here you go. <laughs> but go on, sorry. I was going to say that they divided it up really, really differently than usual. So the lowest tier units or the oldest units only give you a 10% buff. And then Black Mage Golbez being the best unit on the banner or the newest unit on the banner at seven star can give you up to a 300% buff. So like it's a quite a variance. Yeah. So uh, the easy way, if you get confused about who gives how much, um, because I know I saw some people saying, how come a seven star pure summoner radia or a toning dragoon cane give only the same amount of bonus as a four star like Kagnazo or Rubicant. Now the idea behind this is it's all about Golbez and his Archfiends, which is why they give you the most. And then the other ones are just kind of thrown in there as like a shout out. They're all FF4. Here's, you know, if you if you want to farm, here's some extra stuff. So that's why you're seeing Dark Knight Cecil, Pure Summoner, Ridian, Atoning Dragoon Kane at 75 in their seven star forms. And at 50% in their five-star forms. Yeah, exactly. So it's all about the evil dudes this time around. So they give you the most bonus. And I mean, this is kind of nice of them to do because, to be honest, I had no interest in pulling on this banner. We can talk a little bit about the step-up in a bit, but I do like that we get all these bonus units that have been around for a while. So most people will probably not have to pull to actually be able to take advantage of the the rerun here i agree with you so most events i'm able to farm out everything out of it and i only get like two or three 75 percents and the rest are 50s yeah same here given how old all of these units are it's super easy like most people should have at least one or two copies of these already that you don't have to do any i finally extra. unbenched my dark knight cecil or sorry decil yeah I, I unbenched my decil as well for this event unbench the des Unbench the sound. dench. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't work. <laughs> no, it doesn't at all. <laughs> we tried. Yeah, but yeah. So it's kind of cool. I like it. Tons of bonus to be had. Well, let's talk about the new unit on the banner because we kind of covered the main good pieces of equipment. I think um, that are in here. Actually, I missed one. Lunarian comprehension. We'll mention that right now as well. It's a materia. Gives you twenty five percent mag. Not amazing but way better than what we normally get in these types of events, so definitely worth a pickup. Yeah, it's all right. Usually we get things with like 10 or 15%, so I'm pretty excited about that one, actually. It's pretty good in comparison. But with that, let's talk about Black Mage Golbez. He's the new 7-star they're releasing on this banner. A lot of people were looking forward to him, but I think there's been some kind of, uh, how do I put this, disappointment a little bit. Well, I think a big part of the disappointment for Golbez, it, it has little, I think, to do with Golbez himself and more to do with Esther doing three times his damage. But, I mean, Esther pretty much almost doubles Axtar's damage, so it's it's hard to get excited about any u new units because we have this unit <laughs> that is just so damn powerful right now that almost nobody can compare to her. Well, even if you put him in the realm of mages, it's kind of 
weird as well, but we'll talk about it in a little bit. I did want to sure. mention the step up just to start. It's a 10K step up, yeah. only four steps this time. Getting every every single set gives you a rate up on Golbez specifically. And the final step gives you a five-star guaranteed with a three times rate up on Golbez. Yeah, so a key to note is it's a guaranteed rainbow for 10K. In that sense, it's pretty good value, but it's not guaranteed to be Golbez. So if you're gunning for Golbez, I mean, this is your best chance of getting him using your Lapis, but there, it's it's not guaranteed. But overall, I think as a step up, it's actually not bad value. For, for 10K, you get a good chunk of summons and a guaranteed rainbow. Exactly. And a good chance of getting Black Mage Golbez if you don't have anything better than him. But we'll talk about what that means in a second. I don't think we typically get 10k step up, so this is a little bit of a variation on the typical 11k. But like you said, 10k for a guaranteed 5-star unit is pretty good value overall. Alright, let's talk about the main man himself because I'm kind of biting my tongue a little bit and talking about exactly what I want to say just so we can discuss the unit first and give you guys all the information. So let's talk about him. Black Mage Golbez coming in hot with his black armor, his nice blue and purple uh, Super Saiyan aura. Yeah, he's achieved the Super Saiyan blue with his massive shoulder pads. Damn. That's probably where he channels. He channels all his magic in, in the horns and the shoulder pads and shoots them at you. I think that's how it works, right? Yeah, I mean, he, he's a really good Wi-Fi router because he has four <laughs> antennas. Yeah, and so he picks up all the Wi-Fi and uses it to destroy you. He'll disrupt your internet. That's really the ultimate attack in today's world. <laughs> that's why. It, that's why they didn't make him the final boss on the event. Because if they did, he'd just crash your game and you just can't win. Phew! Glad, glad it's not him then. Lucky us. Yeah. All right, Golbez. I think he has a pretty good TMR. Honestly, I think it's okay. It's the so here's the thing. 40% mag is good. The extra is kind of disappointing. It kind of it does go with his little gimmick where he's kind of a black mage summoner, but only 20% increase to the bonus stats ends up being something stupid like 15 mag extra. When you compare that to for example, uh, a recent one like Emeralda, her TMR was basically free if you pulled her cuz she was on the Xenogears raid. It also gives you 40% mag, but it gives you MP refresh. Like, I don't know. It, it's a good TMR, but just because he's a five-star, I would have liked to see it at least be like 50% mag or or have the bonus stat be a little bit higher. That's that's my only thing. I mean, it's still great on Golbez because it unlocks his passives, but the fact that it compares to some four-star TMRs makes me a little bit sad here. I honestly do have to disagree a little bit because although... His TMR isn't like super amazing. I like that it gives you something different. I like that it's giving you that 20% Esper bonus that an extra 15 base mag going into the calculations is pretty nice coming off the Espers. Plus, if like you said, I mean, other, t other TMRs are giving you mag plus MP refresh. If every TMR, every materia gave you mag plus MP refresh, that would kind of suck. You just have four MP refreshes that kind of don't do a whole lot for you. So... It's nice to see something different besides that. Although I will agree with you that having 50% mag on there would have been really, really nice. Like that would have made it 
fantastic, especially for like a brand new five-star unit. I just think it's lackluster compared to other five-star TMRs. Like even if you look at a unit like Faye, he still gives you overall 30% or 50% attack, even though it's a little bit conditional. The conditions are easy to meet and you can easily take advantage of those stats. And 10% extra stats actually would give you probably more mag than the extra Esper stats. And I mean, that's the only thing for me. Like, like I agree with you. It, it is a good TMR. It's just, I I want it to be better because he is a five-star unit. Well, there is like a, a mag buff cap that you can hit. So depending on if you're able to hit that or not, this one can fit in better or worse for certain units or for certain people in their build. So... Yeah, It's hit and miss, but definitely I agree with you. It could have been a little bit better. His STMR, however, I think is absolutely amazing. I This this STMR is fantastic. When you look at the raw stats, it makes you tanky. It gives you a ton of mag, 100 to be precise, and it gives you 50% dark resist. It's amazing on Golpez because he innately has 50% dark resist, so this makes him fully resistant to the dark element, and it gives you a ton of mag. The, the only drawback to this STMR is it's a heavy armor. So currently we have, I think, two mages in the game that can use it. Gold, Black Mage Golbez and I want to say X-Death. Maybe original Golbez as well can equip heavy armor. So maybe three. And I think, unfortunately, the pool of how many mages would actually be able to use this are uh, is pretty slim. But anybody who can, I think, would love this STMR. If you do have a unit that can equip it, that would make it fantastic. It's just really tough. So like Black Mage, Golbez, X-Death are the only ones, and X-Death is useless at this point. It does. It, it, there is a silver lining, I guess, because apparently we might be getting a five-star version of X-Death, which I hope we do get. I think I love seeing the villains get kind of their proper respect. Because these are the last bosses, you know? They're they're the main villains. So I like seeing them get five stars. I do hope X-Death does get a five star as well. So we have another mage we could use this on. The other upside to this armor is that 50% dark resist on a piece of equipment. So although your tanks or whatever might not have the most use out of the mag, sometimes the dark resistance is all you need. And that 50% yeah. on a piece of armor is not too bad. Yeah, definitely. It, it always has that utility as well. So let's talk about Golbez and his innate abilities, his actives and passives and all that kind of stuff. Let's give him the nitty gritty details of what this guy can do. Sure, let's jump into it. So of course, the first thing I always look for on a mage is whether he can double cast or higher. So he does have dual cast of his magic as well as double ability for his non-magic abilities pretty good at most he can he can get a quadruple cast but we'll talk about the conditions of that in a little bit what are some of the things he can do with his abilities well the only ones that interest me really there is three of them that i like so first of all his cooldown ability uh, that he gets at seven star called twin moon i feel like he's going to be starting off every fight with this ability it decreases light and dark resistance by 100% for three turns to all enemies, gives him a nice buff to his mag and spirit, and lets him quadruple cast for two turns. And it increases the modifier to his, to me, the only really important abilities, Abyssal Quasar, which is his Chaos Wave chaining move, and uh, 
Cognazzo's power, which is his flood chaining move. This cooldown is probably what his kit is going to revolve around. This is where his power spikes are going to be, in my opinion. And then he's going to use this to be able to dish out his damage using his Chaos Wave or his Flood abilities. Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree with that. I love that his Flood is actually decent in the fact that it self-caps, making Flood Chaining actually potentially decent. Yeah, and if you look at the buffs that he gets to it after he uses Twin Moon, it ends up coming up to like a 8 times multiplier on his Flood Chain. And the nice thing is you don't even need a duplicate to really hit hard with these floods. You can, if you have an awakened Lulu, a seven star Lulu with her flood ability enhanced, her flood is actually like a seven and a half multiplier. So these two together could do a lot of damage. And Lulu also can cap the, like she can self cap the flood chain with her raging waters ability. So she has some nice synergy with Golbez. Previously, when we talked about Lulu, I said she has really no chaining partners. All the other Flood users are crap. Well, here's one that's actually good. You know, if you are fighting something that is vulnerable to water, I could definitely see a Lulu Golbez dishing out some good damage. Yes, definitely. Lulu and Golbez together can do a lot of good damage, which is very nice to see. Also, another thing Golbez gets is access to a chain capping ability if you get to seven turns it is only available after turn seven but well i don't know if it caps it's a 60 hit <laughs> or a chain chain chaining move if you have two golbezes this thing can crap out damage what it can do for you is basically give you I think it works out to about a 45 times multiplier if you use the Come Shadow Dragon ability, which increases its modifier. Sorry, give me your power to Meteor. Get, yeah, wrong give ability. Power to yeah, wrong ability, but you get a three times multiplier on there uh, by giving your power to the Meteor and then using Twin Meteor. So a really significant amount of damage. But thanks for correcting me, Mini. Definitely mainly usable with two Golbez's back-to-back like it's definitely designed for duplicate now see i don't know if this is just two oriole ray uh, oriole ray chains stacked on top of each other i don't know i'd have to use golbez to find out if you can actually chain with it with an oriole ray user if you can that gives him a wider pool for example, if you have like a breaker like Lauren. But again, I won't get into the theories because I, I don't know. I haven't used Golbez yet. So from what I see on Oriole Ray, um, it wouldn't necessarily be able to chain. The frames are a little bit different. Okay. Well, what can you do? It's then, yeah, close. you're going to need two, uh, <laughs> two, two Golbez's, Golbez's to make I guess. Yeah. It would have been nice. That, yeah, it would have helped him a bit. Makes it much more difficult to use, eh? I mean... It's still good. The The amount of uh, damage this ability does, especially because it's light-typed, which can benefit from his Imperil, um, I, th I still think it's worth using just because of the, the sheer amount, like the multiplier on it is massive. So one thing, he does have a huge multiplier, like even on its own, it's going to do a lot of damage. The one weird thing about his abilities that I don't get why they did this, so they gave him uh, Quadracast after using Twin Moon, you can use quadruple his you can quadruple use his abilities but only for two turns now the weird part about it is that they gave him buffs to his damage modifiers as well as his uh, mag and spirit for three turns so it's like why would you not just 
give him quadra cast for like it doesn't make any sense to me especially because of the recent meta of so many different units having quadra cast basically available 24 7 365 yeah he this is part of the reason why he's being held like he he's held back or he's not as good as people would have liked i think they they tried to focus a little bit on his weird summoner black mage mechanic he has some abilities that use esper gauge but because these abilities are all weighted 60 40 mag to spirit you can effectively half their multipliers because he has barely has a 30 percent spirit passive and that's it you're not going to be building him for spirit. You're going to be building him for mag. So these abilities, you're not really going to see much use out of them. So realistically, his flood and his chaos wave chains are what you're going to most of the time want to do with him. And I don't know why they didn't give him the ability to at least quadruple cast for three turns. I think either that or maybe give him some way to re-access his quadruple cast without the cooldown. Do you know what I mean? Like some ability maybe that you can't, I don't know. I don't know how they would balance it. Maybe put it on his limit burst Stick or it on something. a limit burst yeah. with a really high like a stone count that you need or some, like something. Give him a second way to do it so it's you're not sitting there and waiting for three turns. Because like the difference, obviously the difference between double casting and quadra casting is twice the damage. And that's really significant, especially when his counterparts, the other mages, the other top mages right now, can all do a minimum triple cast constantly. Right, that's one of the big differences. So when when you compare him to Ellie, he actually falls short because not only does Ellie get a quintuple cast for two turns, the same way he gets a quadra cast, but when her quintuple cast is down, she has a triple cast, which is a huge difference. Being able to triple cast for three turns or being able to only double cast for three turns is a massive difference in damage. Not to mention that Ellie's skill, her chaining skill stacks and Golbez's doesn't. I would have liked to see them give him a bit more love just because he's coming out after Ellie. I, I don't, you know, they don't have to make him better than her, but I w- would have liked to see him better than he is now. He's kind of not even close, which is the sad part. I mean, I think I, I've seen some musings in the community that he's not good at all but i i think he's still very good he's probably around ultima level maybe slightly worse or slightly better i haven't done the math but just because he can element chain his abilities and ultima even though she has a massive uptime on quadra cast the fact that she can't element chain hurts her a lot so he's still one of the best mages in the game we have now it's just he falls short of what he could be just because for some reason it's like you said they gave him a mag spirit increase for three turns a modifier increase for three turns and then a quadra cast for two turns it's just strange yeah it's the weirdest thing like why would you not give him more love than like it's just weird it's just very very strange to me and so like you said they could have done a little bit more to give him, I don't know, just more damage or more uptime. Even just one extra turn would have done wonders for his damage, honestly. I would have, one other thing I would have loved to see them do is uh, his move, Barbecue's Power. I would have loved to see them actually make that chain with Tornado. That would have, I think, even if they didn't give him the extra Quadra cast times or whatever, 
giving him access to one more extremely common chaining family would have at least given him more usability as a chain builder. Yes, I agree. The weird thing about Rubicant's power, so Rubicant, I think Rubicant was the first one with Fyraja. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Another chain capping flame ability, it would have been nice to just make his fire ability that rather than making it this weird chaining thing that only works with a second Golbez. Yeah, it's it's questionable. They could have done, I think, better with what his abilities do. I agree with you. And like, he could have been a lot better is all kind of that we're getting at. Now, that being said, like I said earlier, um, if I didn't already have an Ellie, I might have tried to pull for him because he is still very good. He has access to two very powerful chaining families or chaining abilities with two different elements, which is nice especially the water element, because it's the first one we have, really, that's powerful, besides Lulu. Um, the other top mages all do dark, wind, or fire. But it's also nice that he does have that dark chaos wave, so if you do have a Trance Terra or a Sophia, he'll fit really nicely into that kind of team. He's good, but some of the things in his kit just make you think, or at least make me think, of what could have been, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. I agree with you. I think there's a lot of mages that kind of kind of outdo him. Some of them are close to him, but he's still he's still decent. I can't say he's terrible or useless. Uh, if you have none of the top tier mages, he's still a fantastic magic DPS with a decent amount of utility, to be honest with you. Although I don't like it, you do get that 15% mitigation on Barbaritia's power. He can be a nice MP slash HP battery in a pinch using Rubicant's power. So he does have a lot of use, and he d he can dish out a decent amount of damage. So overall, he's decent. Yeah, and I think he's also a little bit tankier than most mages. He has access to that heavy armor slot, which really there's only one good heavy armor you'd equip on him. It's the his own STMR. Otherwise, he, he can equip robes, and you probably should be using robes on him. He also, the one nice thing I actually I do like is he does have uh, innate light and dark resist of 50%. And then 20%, I think, resist. Is it 20 or 30? I, I think 20. He has 20% resist to fire, water, wind, and earth, which is super nice. Yeah, he kind of comes with a lot there, right? Yeah, I think the the one, not one, he has a lot of upsides. But one of the things he has that some of the other mages necessarily don't is he, he might be a little bit easier to gear for some of those elemental-based battles, especially the fire, or not fire, the light and dark-based ones. Yeah, definitely, because he does come with the 50% on the light as well as the 20% on the fire, right? So he does have a decent passive kit that kind of helps him in a lot of niche situations. I mean, overall, I don't think he's as bad as some people are claiming, but I think he definitely... Could he, I would have liked to see him get a bit more love. He, there's definitely room in there to give him a little bit more in a world where we have Esther and a world where we have Ellie that's already better than him. It would have been nice to see him kind of fill that gap between Ultima and Ellie since he came after her. But as it stands now, I think he, he's probably better than Sophia and probably around Ultima level. I haven't actually done the math, but I'm sure somebody out there has, so if you want to check it out, you can. Overall, if you got him, I'd be happy. He's a great mage. Definitely top five. Do you think he's better than than uh, Sophia? I think when you factor in his quad cast and his, uh, his imperil and his uh, attack spirit buff, 
he's probably a little bit better. Like it's, I said, I I haven't done yeah, the the math. It's tough to say because he has three turns of double cast and then two turns of quad cast. Yeah. But then Sophia has a constant triple cast. Yeah. But no access to anything more. It's it's close. Yeah, it's 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 tough to say. But the nice thing is he's in that field like he he's kind of in the running with the top tier that we have currently. So I don't think there's anything wrong with him. It's just one of those things where I would have liked to see him get a bit more love. That's all. I would agree with you. It would have been, like you said, nice for him to fit somewhere nicely, bridging the gap between some mages rather than kind of falling to maybe just as good as some, but really not anywhere else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like It would have been nice to give him a clear spot in the in the in the rung list or the tier list so to speak well he does have a clear spot as uh lulu's number one partner <laughs> fair so, enough so <laughs> i'm really? actually really happy to see that because i might actually use my lulu now <laughs> golbez was not designed to be, be better as a mage but to be better for lulu that was the real design uh choice Man. I just really, I really wish he had a tornado chain as well. That would have made my day because I have both Barbariccia or Barbecue, as I like to call her, and Lulu, and it just would have been fun. It would have been really nice, actually, yeah. Could have done both. Yep. Double cast some tornadoes, double cast some floods, and it would have been great. Oh, well. So there he is, Golbez coming at you. Pretty good unit overall. If you don't already have, like, the best mages in the world, He's probably worth it. Um, if you do already have someone like Ellie, honestly, even if you have Hayo Seraph Ultima, probably you could pass on this if you wanted to because the damage is similar. Even if he does a little bit more, I don't know if it's worth it from a free-to-play perspective to go all out for just a slight bit of extra damage. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think unless you're a huge fan of final fantasy 4 and and provided you have access to some of these mages i think it's fine to skip i think people are saying also that we're not gonna like because esther is around that there aren't really any trials coming up soon that you need a mage i think the next one we're expecting is the scorn of the bloody moon or whatever um yeah which is coming way down the road and we're gonna have access to some even better mages by then so that's one of the things when i was saying earlier that kind of esther outshines everybody sadly <laughs> so if you there's no reason to pull for anything unless they give axstar some insane global buffs there's no reason to pull for anything for a long long time if you have esther like you'll be able to clear content for a long time to come yeah exactly one final thing to mention about this banner it is also coming with rubicant Cognazo and Scar Miglioni. They're three and four star units from Final Fantasy IV. Just something to keep in mind. These units are available on this banner as well, along with Golbez, the Black Mage seven star. Yeah, there you go. You got you got the Archfiends. You got the Arch Boss. You know all the evil you could want condensed into one nice banner. One beautiful little banner, and only for 10k, which is pretty decent. So that brings us pretty much to the end of the show, I think. We don't have a whole lot more content this week. The main things were that new trial for the Xenogears event and now the Final Fantasy IV event featuring Gulbez the Black Mage. Any final thoughts, Minnie? What What is your takeaway for the for this week? That's a tough one. I mean, I guess my takeaway is if you're fighting Crimson Gear, try to not take units that counter and if you have to take units that counter, 
then just make sure you have a full cover or a taunt tank so that way they don't accidentally kill it because it's you know actually I was thinking when I was looking at the stats for Crimson Gear it's got 10 million HP do you remember the first trial we got with 10 million HP I guy on how hard that was it took me I think 300 turns to do because I had to kill his arms kill one arm kill the other arm then finally fight his body and it took me 300 turns to do 10 million HP to this guy. And now we get a trial with a boss that has 10 million HP and we one turn it. That's crazy. It is crazy. Even crazier too. So back in the day you had to kind of kill one arm and then the other like eight times each or whatever. It was crazy. Now because of how much damage you can do, as long as you one shot everything in the one turn, you're good to go. Like you can one turn even a guy on at this point. So it's pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> It's, the it's power cool to see though. how far it's come. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What about you? What What did you take away from today's episode? My takeaway for today's episode was that Golbez is actually not that bad. So we saw a lot on social media, a lot of people hating on him, saying he's kind of trash. Kind of going through and reviewing him helped me see like, you know what? He's actually a decent mage. He's not that bad. You just got to see the silver lining in his kit and not focus on the fact that, okay, there's like two units that are distinctly better than him. Yeah, I mean, at some point, there's always going to be something better. Yeah, that's the type of game we play, right? Yeah, exactly. You know what I was thinking about the takeaway thing? My takeaway should have been, I should really prepare for these takeaways because <laughs> we ask every time <laughs> and every and time. never prepared. I'm, I never know what to say. <laughs> yep. Hey. I'm just going to keep that in the podcast, and that's how we're going to end it. Perfect. Just awesome. how I like it. All right, those of you listening out there, a lot of you listen on Apple iTunes slash uh, Apple Podcasts. You know what would be amazing? If you could give us a rating. I've heard somewhere down the, down the line that whoever gives us a rating gets a rate up on rainbow rates. Uh, yeah, I can't, I can't endorse this claim, but... Give a, give us a rating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just give us just give us a damn rating. All right, I tried. I tried. <laughs> yeah, that's it. All right, guys, that's it for this week. We appreciate your ears. Thank you for listening. We will catch you in the next episode. Peace. See you next week. Bye.